www.thewordofgod.com where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the walk for the Lord. My name is Blend and as usual, I count it a blessing and an honor to be here with all of you on this episode number 193 of our podcast. Hope you see you family, what's the first thing that you do when a trial or situation comes up? What's the last thing that you do? Let's talk about that. Please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you, it's coming to you with, all I can do is pray. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendencouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So the phrase, all I can do is pray, has been rumbling around in my head for probably the past, I don't know, maybe three or four years. And with that, I have on occasion on my social media site have put up what I felt about that particular phraseology. And I thought about it this weekend and said, you know, I'm going to share my thoughts with the BCU family at large. So what you are about to hear is a podcast on the go. So I am sharing my thoughts unscripted, um, unthought through, off the top of the dome, uh, so to speak, of course, with the Lord's help. So what you will hear as far as audio is concerned is going to be a little different from the in-studio sound. Uh, Nonetheless, the message that the Lord wants to get across to us, I believe, is crystal clear. So without further ado, here's our podcast on the go entitled, All I Can Do is Pray. Take a listen. Hey there, BCU family. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. And I'm just speaking off the top of my head and from the heart. And you know, I should probably use the term off the top of my head very lightly, uh, BCU family, because, you know, actually... Things kind of germinate in the brain as uh, the Lord blesses me to go through the week and talk with people and to think and meditate on certain things. And a phrase came to mind uh, that I hear people often say, and that is, all I can do 
is pray. I want to say that again. All I can do is pray. And normally when I hear that phraseology, it is at the end of a situation that is impossible where uh, the individual has just gone through or has been going through um, the situation is not getting any better. Uh, the condition does not seem to move. Uh, things are not quite going the way that the individual would like. And when it's said, it's usually with exhaustion, heaviness, and defeat. All I can do is pray. And when I think about that BCU family, and, and someone brought this up to me years ago, I remember someone saying this to me years ago, and it really did stick in my mind, is, is that the attitude that a spirit-filled believer should have when it comes to impossible situations? Now, let me be the first to say, uh, let me quantify my statement, that I have seen some things in my walk with Christ that I thought I would never see and experience. Um, I And I'm talking about personal things that have happened to me or things that have happened to me personally, I should say. Uh, not what I've read in a book or someone else's testimony. I've actually gone through some things that I never, BCU family, thought I would. And there are a few situations now that I am waiting on the Lord to uh, intervene on and clear up. And some things I've been waiting for for a long time, a number of years actually, that I've had some petitions before God and I give him praise and honor uh, that he has settled in my heart that he will answer and that I just have to wait so that's what I need to do but um, I, I say all of that BCU family to say this is that when something does happen when the flood comes in when the situation starts to overwhelm us when we feel like there is no way out at first sign of anxiety at first sign of being full of care or stress or worry or concern the first thing we need to do is pray very often bcu family we will do everything that we can in the situation in our flesh and we start to get exhausted in what it is that we're doing because uh, situation A comes up and the first thing we do is try to remedy it whether it be a, a situation with our spouse or the kids or the significant other or the teacher at school or the co-worker whatever it is we're going to deal with it in our flesh. And I'm certainly not saying that we shouldn't deal with it, that we shouldn't have a conversation with the person or confront them or whatever it is. Did we stop to pray first? Did we stop to ask God what to do first? Because if we don't, What's happening is we are in direct violation of Proverbs chapter 3, verses number 5 and 6, that says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and to lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways and he will direct your paths. So when we think about the scripture, BCU family, this is not something that, that we just learn in Sunday school as, as, as youngsters and it doesn't mean anything. It means that that's what we're supposed to do first. 
to acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways, that we are not to lean to our own understanding because my understanding is finite. It's limited. It's it's fleshly and it can get me into trouble. And if I continue to walk in the flesh when I'm trying to get something done or when there's a situation, I'm going to wear myself out. Amen. I will wear myself out physically, mentally, emotionally, (laughs) spiritually, and sometimes even financially because I'm doing everything according to what seems right to me. So what we want to do before, as soon as the trouble comes up, as soon as as something happens, rather than just saying, Lord, and going and charging in, let's stop and take some time to pray. I think what happens with us sometimes, and when I say us, myself included, is that the enemy will have us to think that we don't have time to pray. I have to act now. I've got to do something in this moment. And that's not true. Now, we may not be be in a situation, you know, if you're at work and something comes up, someone says something to you or what have you, you may need to, to respond right away. But you can always in your spirit just stop and just throw up a little what I like to call a 911 prayer. Lord, I thank you for your goodness and grace. I need some help right now to be able to respond to so and so in a way that pleases you and that will get results that that glorify you and that we'll be able to get along or whatever it is in Jesus name. Amen. And and if we've got a pr- regular prayer life with God, We don't have to go into preliminaries as we pray. Now, you know, obviously we know that we should go and, you know, giving God praise and thanking him and and telling the Lord how awesome he is and how wonderful he is in our lives. And, and, And obviously he is worthy to be praised. So there are times where we can do that and there are times that we can just say, Lord, I need some help. We can go directly to the throne of grace and say, Lord, I need you to help me right now. And say it and mean it and let him help you. (laughs) That's the thing. Because also we can ask the Lord for help and then go on and do what we want to do anyway. Do I have any witnesses in the building? Yes. So I'm saying, Lord, help me when in my mind I've already plotted and planned and know what I'm going to do. And that's going to be completely and totally outside of what God has called for. So. Um, and, and then, you know, we, we say that and then the situation gets worse. Um, it doesn't get any better. It starts to go sideways. Other things start to come in. Stuff starts to pile up. And then we say, well, all I can do is pray. So bottom line, BCU family, is that we know that the Lord is able to help us and he wants to. He wants us to lean and depend on him. Uh, the scriptures let us know in Hebrews um, that we can hasten to the Lord's throne. We can go boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and help in a time of need. We can do that and we need to exercise the authority that God has given us to come to him and we have to be able to trust him with whatever he tells us to do. Now, going to God means that he will probably tell us something opposite of what our flesh wants to do. And sometimes, if we're quite honest, we won't go to him because we know that we've got to do things uh, the right way. So there may be times where he tells us that we are not to say anything to the individual. We are not to do anything but to wait. 
for an example. And our flesh doesn't want to hear that because the flesh wants to get back at the, at the person or the flesh wants to take care of it. There are times where we just need to wait and let the Lord do what he needs to do. A quick case in point. I mean, this happened a number of years ago where I was working with a, uh, let's see, a very demanding client, very demanding client. And I don't recall the exact situation BCU family, but the client got a little heated um, with what was going on with their account and proceeded to just start to, they got a little belligerent and um, proceeded to call the person that I was reporting to at the time, my manager at the time. Now, this person called my manager, unbeknownst to me, and started to say all of these things that I said to him. And a lot of what he said were expletives and language that I don't even use. And as my leader called me in, to, you know, uh, to apprise me of the situation. I sat and I listened. I listened. And I don't remember feeling any kind of concern or worry or angst or, oh my goodness, I don't remember feeling anything. I just remember sitting and listening. And as my manager was telling me what, uh, what the client said, he said to me, I know that he was untruthful when he said that you said, a, B, C, D, and such and such, because I know you, and I know that that's not your character. And I give God praise for that, BCU family, because it's not me, it's that it was the Christ in me that, um, that lived, <laughs> even on the job, and I praise God for that, where I didn't even have to defend myself. Do you all follow what I'm saying? I didn't have to go into a long dissertation to tell my manager what happened and then say, well, all I can do is pray. I, you know, as I was sitting there, I just listened and waited and the Lord took care of it. So praying ahead of time, and I had prayed that morning. So praying ahead of time, praying proactively, um, just blessed me enough. And I praise God for it where I didn't have to do anything and the Lord avenged me. So I praise God for that. So... The bottom line here, again, is what does our prayer life look like? And how often are we connected to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in prayer on a regular and consistent basis? So much so that when something comes up that is starting to irritate our spirit, that is starting to... Uh, get in the way of your relationship with your family or your coworker or your friends or your spouse or, or whomever it is, that when you recognize the enemy coming for you, that you go to pray first, oh my God, I thank you, and then do what God says to do. Hallelujah. If we are in constant contact with God, and yes, we have to work, yes, we have to drive, yes, we have to do other things, but if even if we've got a song in our spirit, if we've got a scripture that we're meditating on, if we took the time to pray before we left the house, pray on the way to uh, when we're, we're at work. Um, I even gotten to the point where I had prayed in the parking lot, you know, praying some praise and worship, or playing some praise and worship music, and praying in the parking lot before I walked in. In. You know, as I'm at the desk, just, just giving God praise, I'm saying, Lord, just bless me to get through this day. If, if we can stay in constant contact with God, pray without ceasing, as the book of Thessalonians says, 
then when the enemy comes for us, that's just going to be our first line of defense. Prayer, BCU family, should be the first line of of defense versus a last resort that's full of defeat. Amen? Amen. Amen. BCU family, this is something that I have to make sure that I cultivate just a regular prayer life with the Lord because I have to say to you all that the enemy is shrewd. He gets no glory here and and he will sneak in an attack at and at a time where we're just not paying attention or where, you know, we've relaxed or what have you. And that's his job. And we can't be so busy talking about the enemy that we're not on our job. He walks around as a roaring lion, the book of Peter says, seeking whom he may devour. So if we are not prayed up, we can end up being prey for the enemy. So let us, with God's grace and help, make sure that we are staying in contact with the source. Stay connected to the vine and let prayer become a regular part of our lives consistently all the time as much as we can and let's see how much more victory we walk in when we put God first and he'll tell us exactly what to do and what I love about the Lord is that he sets us up for success he'll tell us exactly what to do and because he's perfect his will is going to be perfect hey it's a win-win it's just us laying down this flesh and yielding to the spirit that's going to get us there so uh, that's it BCU family I just felt led to uh, talk to you all about that I don't know about you all but that just blessed me and I praise God for it and it's a good reminder for me to make sure that I am walking in a consistent prayer and fellowship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because without him uh, I would be nothing and would not be able to do anything that I do. So I've got to stay connected to the vine. And I encourage you all to do the same as well. Amen. All right. Amen again. So listen, everybody. Um, I appreciate all of you tuning in today. Thank you all so much for that. Please, if you get a chance, go ahead and share this podcast. And let's grow the impact of what God is doing here at Blend Courages You. So I want to give God thanks and praise for all of you. And of course, I am looking forward to the next time that we are together. So until then, may our amazing God bless you keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the wall.